Warning, the following podcast may contain material not suitable for all audiences. Dogfin Radio is intended for a mature adult audience. Mature being a loose term. Plug in and enjoy. Welcome to Dogfin Radio. Stop, that's terrible. Do we have some water? Huh? I think your mouth is coated in cookie jizz. <laughs> <laughs> cookie jizz. Cookie jizz! Wow, that's leave weird. it in. <laughs> you need to keep this in the podcast. I will leave it in. <laughs> cookie jizz. It's a thing. I'm telling you. You know when you're munching on the cookie for a long time, it's like a cookie paste. Never mind, just cut it out. I don't okay, can I at least do the intro again? <laughs> Never. Cookie yeah, jizz. Doing the intro Fine. again. Are you okay. All Try again. Ready? Yes, I'm all like D. Randy. Cookie no jizz. edits. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna leave this in. Randy, and leave just it in. Blame it on oh. Heather. Welcome to Dogfin Radio. Cookie jizz. Oh, <laughs> Randy brought the cookie. Mexican cookies. I wonder if it was on purpose or not. Randy bought cookies for cookie jizz. Hey, guys. Want some cookies? Put them in your mouth. Jesus. Whatever happened to not peeking? <laughs> All right. All right. How about that? Okay. Anyway, um, I'm going to go ahead and start talking because John is uh, apparently enjoying some wonderful cookies. From Mexico. From Mexico. Uh, <laughs> the land hi, of everybody. Half my people. How we doing? <laughs> hi, Heather. How you been? Fantastic. That's awesome. John, how you been? There you go. Got a mouthful this one. Mouthful of cookie jizz. Gotcha. <laughs> it's water. Mouthful of cookie jizz. Okay. Still somehow. Uh, not a lot of gaming news, so we're just going to jump right into a lot of comic stuff. Oh, well, uh, there's one thing of gaming news. Oh, one. Okay, go ahead. Unless you want to use, I can go back to how the old thing of what's on Kickstarter today. Nah, I'm okay. um, yes, with Street Fighter Five when it's coming out. In case you don't want to pay money for the DLC, mm-hmm. you can unlock it. Fuck yes, like you did back in 1986. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't born yet. Oh. 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 Yeah, you say you hate the cookies, yet you keep licking the sugar off of them. <laughs> Terrible idea, Randy. <laughs> don't bring snacks ever again. <laughs> Gotcha. At least you want ants. This is how we get ants. Okay, wait, see. Well, don't spill it on the goddamn floor. Keep in mind, both me and Randy are half Hispanic, and Heather's well, near albino. So yeah, we need to bring ethnic snacks next time for her yeah. cheese and crackers. And there's like two thirds <laughs> of the axis of power. <laughs> I probably have more Indian than me and you guys do. More Indian, like American Indian. Dot, not or, feather. Or feather, dot, not dot. You no, mean dot Indian? Hello, welcome to, no. welcome to Alvin, Texas. This is, um, actually, um, can I help you with actually, your computers? Me and Habib. There's a guy named Habib down there. There's a guy named Habib? Oh, my yes. God. He has not been underage serving me alcohol since I was 18 at all. Oh, Heather, you look so thirsty. Maybe you should get some of this Jack Daniels in your shirt. <laughs> I'm seeing cookies right now. No hobla? No hobla. I'm sorry. Could you get out <coughs> of my store here? <coughs> anyway, while we're all done. All that cookie jizz. Yeah, all that cookie jizz down John's throat, inside of his beard. He looks like <coughs> a he looks like an aspiring porn star if they were the porn stars were made out of cookies. Aren't all aren't all men aspiring porn stars? All men are, are aspiring porn stars. No, we're not stars aspiring. We are perspiring. We're perspiring. Oh, back to John. Dying. Perspiring. I'm dying. Damn it, Randy. No cookies ever. Stop eating them. They're there. Put the cookie down. No. Put the cookie down. Get to the oven. Don't touch my cookie. 
Well, now she's just like teasing me with them, like ripping, licking the sugar off them at a distance. There's your cookie porn stars right there. This, mm. is, this is a metaphor for our relationship. No. Teasing with sugar. <laughs> oh. Back to the news. Hey, back, back to the news. Yeah, uh, with Street Fighter Five. Street Fighter Five. But yeah, with uh, the DLC where you can unlock it instead of actually paying real money. Fuck yes. But they're still going to release bundles for, in case you don't. The, all the lazy people out there that want to pay a couple of bucks to get it. Hey, you know what? I work hard for that money. I don't want to sit around all day playing video games to unlock shit. I'm going to just spend $30 and get it all. Fuck that noise. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, players will be able to earn these new characters for free using ingrained currency. <laughs> Humorously called fight money. <laughs> fight money. So, yeah, it'd be like doing, like, the uh, pay-to-play games on... On Android, like, oh, look, you can have this. Oh, you have a diamond. Oh, you need 20,000 of them to get a new ship. There you go. Ah, that's terrible. Anyway, all right, so moving on to my stuff. I got stuff. Okay, we'll go out your stuff, and then we'll segue back to Kickstarter. Cause... Yeah, let's see. How are we going to top it off today? Top it off with big news since last week. Last week, we talked about The Killing Joke coming in as an animated Ooh, movie. Yes. Nice. I think I made a declarative statement saying that if Mark Hamill was not playing the Joker in their Killing Joke movie, I was going to um, allegedly, just in case you know lawyers hear this, burn someone's office to the ground. Now he's saying that he would love to do it if he's offered it. I so, I, so I should just not put, take back the diesel fuel? No, we're not taking back the diesel fuel. We're just waiting for somebody to be smart and go, oh, but of course. I'm sorry, did we not call you to let you know that you're needed in the recording studio? Diesel fuel is expensive. Exactly. So we're going to save it. Not amazing it runs on diesel. But keep in mind, if they get Mark Hamill, they need to try and get Kevin Conroy to come back and do Batman for the killing joke. I mean, those two together in the final Joker story, it's going to be epic. It's going to be the P.A.C. The Rock Mononoff's third. It is going to make me cream my pants. It's going to be amazing. That was a very disturbing visual. It was. All over the cookie jizz. Cookie jizz! Anyway, let's see. I need milk. From Batman. <laughs> I don't want to go into that one, but here, we'll do this one. From Batman to Justice League Dark. Guillermo del Toro chose Pacific Rim 2 over doing Justice League Dark. He states that uh, the timeline to do, that DC wanted him to do Justice League Dark, would have conflicted with the scheduling timeline of Pacific Rim 2. So that's why he didn't get a chance to actually do it. He had to pass up on that option. If you haven't read Justice League Dark, it is a mixture of the Super Friends meets Supernatural, basically. Yeah. Are the Wonder Twins in it? No. But a guy with a magic coat is. Wait, wait. Wonder Twins meet. Wait, Justice League meets Supernatural? No, Super Friends. Yeah, basically, actually. But you said Super Friends. I said Super Friends. But they're anti-Super Friends, so they hate each other. But they have to work together because most of these people are the world's best in their field. Paranormal, supernatural shit. Like Constantine is, is one of them. Zatanna, Sorceress Supreme. Uh, Ench- Enchantress, who's going to be in the new uh, Suicide Squad movie. Okay. Zatanna. Not Zatanna. You said Zatanna. I said Zatanna, but I'm also, there's a Zana. All uh, these Z names. Yeah. Well, that's an X. X-A-N-A. Well, what, whatever it sounds like. And then there's John Magnus with the M vest. There's the Dead Man. Uh, there is then somehow Steve Trevor ends up in this whole mix. Like Argus takes over and uses them to try and find the Necronomicon or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
something like that. Actually, I think it might be Pandora's box. I can't remember right now. Monica, listen. How long have we been talking about that? Sound sounds very intriguing, and you're probably going to leave here without that in your bag. Ba weep, grana weep, nindy bon. I don't know. If you want, I got uh, here. There you go. Just a big dart. You'll oh, never see it one. again. Whatever. I got another one. It's not bad. I like it. I mean, it keeps getting better because... Part uh, of me just wants to go through and read it and figure out who Misha Collins is. Basically. <laughs> I mean, it's not It's not exactly no, like Supernatural. No, I, I know, but, I know, I know. But there are parts, like, I know I know in Supernatural there's a house that has, like, all the rooms and shit like that. And this house keeps popping up in other stories. The Secret Six use a house, the House of Secrets. In the Constantine show, it's the House of Mystery. There are actually two houses. These houses are just like Sirius Black in... Harry Potter, they're unplottable, they're unknowable, they don't show up on any map, and they move on their own. They, they bounce in between dimensions and shit like that. It's actually pretty cool. And I would have loved Guillermo del Toro's crazy style, Pan's Labyrinth, Hellboy, and fucking and Pacific Rim. All that shit in with the Justice League type movie, that would have been amazing to watch. But fine, whatever. I want to see Pacific Rim so I can see Hellboy 3. Because they're saying the better Pacific Rim does, the better that we're going to have a Hellboy 3 and finish out a trilogy. Have you talked about Ant-Man yet? We haven't talked about Ant-Man yet, but we will get there. I'm almost saving there. saving that. I'm saving that. That one's going to be a fun one. I know. From here, from one DC to the next, Arrow and Flash have started getting new cast members to their series for Arrow Season 4 and Flash Season 2. Arrow got Anarchy. Nice. Uh, Alexander Coastal and a Mr. Terrific, Echo Cullum. Anarchy is a Batman villain. Uh, he's not the Joker. But he is like a, a serious tactician, always got one step ahead of Batman and shit like that. Yeah. And Mr. Terrific is a superhero, basically the black version of Captain America. Not not super serum, but just he's an Olympic athlete. He's also the third smartest man on the planet. He's actually pretty cool. Arrow producer, also very optimistic that in season four we will see Matt Ryan as Constantine in the Arrow series. They're actually going to bring, try to bring that character at least back into the fold and try to save it for, you know, special occasions, just like your mom's cheap wife. Too soon. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Here, we'll go into that. From Sadness to Sadness, Attack on Titan, the trailer came out. Oh, there we go. Let's just see giant things eat smaller things. Yeah, giant things eat smaller things with no penises. Good, because we don't want another Watchmen. No, no. Yeah. With Dr. Manhattan with his big blue wang hanging out. That would have been the most terrifying thing Why for Why is it always segue back to penis? Because it was there in Watchmen. It was there. You're there, like, he turns around and just like, oh, it's like, it's like, it, it's like it a, took out a rice patty is what it did. Yes, it did. <laughs> it's like some poor Asian fellow just running for his life. No! And then he, you know. Yeah, then they got obliterated. Then he got obliterated by a giant cop. I remember what you were talking about. Yes, oh, Doctor Manhattan, Tack on Titan. Yeah. Um, on Titan trailer leads us into Japan accepts America's challenge for a giant robot fight. See, you know what's really bad though? Hmm. Okay, Japan challenges America. Where's America going to get it? China. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> We're gonna have to ask for money to go build a giant robot so we can fight Japan. <laughs> what do you think the Statue of Liberty is? Come on, think about it. Yeah, but we don't have That's enough French. Yeah, but yeah, we, they yeah. don't like the Chinese either. They're not going to build us another giant woman to fight with. Well, they might. Well, no. no we, we have enough slime and some good tunes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Ghostbusters is in the mix, so, you know, I got to do the... <laughs> hey, segue into Ghostbusters. There you go. 
Ghostbusters has added on Dan Aykroyd as a cameo for uh, their female Ghostbusters reboot. How um, long do we know how long the cameo is? Probably, hopefully, if they're lucky, it'll be the entire movie. <laughs> just a what? He'll just pop in every five minutes and be like, "Don't worry, guys, I'm still here. I'm like Uncle Ralph or something." What? Don't make that face at me, Heather. Oh, hey, remember that bet? Yes. Oh, I remember it. <laughs> $35 million, first weekend. Did we write that down? I thought it was higher. Now, what, now what happens nope. if they do <laughs> What happens it? if they do make it? Yeah. I thought Heather gets to punch me in the chest. In the chest? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. I punched the, you in the chest for non-reasons. No, no, it's going to be the lower chest. What? I don't want the lower chest. The, the meaty chest. <laughs> the meaty <laughs> chest. Punch you in the meaty chest. But, uh, yeah, speaking of the uh, Ghostbusters movie. Go ahead. Uh, another wonderful thing I found on Kickstarter's website. Okay. Ghostbusters, the board game. Holy shit. Yes. But it's actually the old characters. Oh, cool. So, uh, yeah, you got little figurines. You got your you got your four Ghostbusters, Venkman, Spingler, Stan, Zedmore. And then you got the three bosses, Slimer, Stay Puft, Marshmallow Man. And um, I can't pronounce this because there's too many consonants in, the, in a row. <laughs> uh, I, it allness. I guess. I don't know. It's a guy, little character here, demon guy. Looks like Cthulhu face with spikes coming out everywhere. Got me. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. Then 20 galloping ghouls, 12 gruesome twosomes, and eight buggalo manifestations. Pretty much what it seems like. They decided to take the old zomb- survival zombie tabletop game with the map tiles right. and throw Ghostbuster skins on it. Good. Good for them. But it actually looks pretty, pretty clean. Everyone go buy out the Ghostbusters board game because they're going to need all the money they can get. To get those rights back after it tanks at the box office, and it looks Stop like it, um, right now, Never. right now it looks like the the funding they have on it, they're looking for a two hundred fifty thousand dollar goal. Oh, they're at one point five million dollars. Oh, good funding. So this is coming out. That could be almost enough to make another Ghostbusters movie. Oh dear God! <laughs> With dogs? No, no, no. Dogs versus cats. Ghostbusters edition. Screw that crap. Or just. I don't know. Actors. <laughs> <laughs> what? Instead of Mike and Molly, or half of Mike and Molly, and two-thirds of the cast of Saturday Night Live. That pen hit me! <laughs> That's awesome. That pen bounced off my giant dick and hit John in the foot. <laughs> Why was your giant dick in your mouth? <laughs> That's where it's comfortable. <laughs> That's his home! That's where its home is. Hang on, uh, let me see if I can segue that into something else. Okay. Actually, no, I can actually segue that into something. Giant dick someone in the mouth to someone else. Yes. A, someone's playing a drinking game with the word segue. Stop no. it, you're getting our Segway! Every time you see hear the word segue, guys, take a shot. Segue, segue, segue. So let's segue <laughs> into another segue. Segue. Just get on our segue and segue through this segue. Anyways. Segway. Segwaying from the other <laughs> thing that you said. Giant cock in the mouth? Yes, that. Okay. To... Another thing on that got funded on the Kickstarter website. Giant cock in the mouth? No, Exploding Kittens, a card game. Oh, okay. For people who are into kittens and explosions and laser beams and sometimes goats. Or giant cocks in the mouth. But yeah, it's a highly strategic kitten-powered version of a Russian roulette. <laughs> Players take turns drawing cards until someone draws an exploding kitten and loses the game. Jesus. Yeah. The deck is made up of cards that let you avoid exploding by peeking at cards before you draw, forcing your opponent to draw multiple cards or shuffling the deck. Okay, this is like Russian Let Meets Uno. (laughs) 
That's terrible. I don't want to. I don't want to play that. That sounds terrible. Well, yeah, apparently it was made by some people at um, ooh, Xbox. Doesn't surprise me. Oh no, shit. <laughs> I got one more. Game of Thrones, the Risk game, ooh. came out. Board game for Risk. Oh. Game of Thrones version. This one we need another one that's like Halo and or the Transformers version or the regular. I don't know. It's like you can't sell the game Risk anymore. You have to tag it on with something else. Like but everyone loves world domination, but yeah, a lot of people are so used to like, well, younger than our generation with stuff that goes beep 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 beep. There you go. Uh, th- this this is just like the, that that World of Warcraft game. Only you don't play it with power and electricity or nothing. Oh yeah, and it takes just as long. Yep, but you can survive. Has anyone by... in here ever played a game of Risk? Because it takes. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. Oh. Yes, me and Heather have. It takes like Cause... what, eighteen hours and shit? Um, at least two bottles of root beer and about thirty thousand pixie sticks. Holy fuck! I was. <laughs> it doesn't take that long with me because I win. Oh. No, you don't. You 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 lost before I did. You mean you cheat? <laughs> and then you're. I don't know what you would call him. <laughs> I play with my cousins and I beat them all the time. Yeah, but he what... is to take South America and Australia. Yeah. But... All right. Now, segue. Segue. <laughs> Where are we segueing to now? From women beating smaller children to older women beating regular men, Lucy Lawless wants to play Xena again. Hey, there we go. <laughs> it's not going to happen, though. I looked into it. You it's looked into happening. it? What yeah. happened? She'd love to do it, but no one. Because no one's going to attend rights. a 50 year old woman on television and watch it's her beat that man. It's not going to happen. I'm going to punch you so hard. I just. Not my I, fault. I didn't write. You the, don't have to call her Xena. No, you, you just change the name just enough to, like. It has something to make do with her licensing, a cop. licensing rights. They can't, oh, yeah. yeah. Make her a cop, then. Yeah. Xena, crime detective. What if she wants to be a babysitter? What if she's all bullshit? Xena, the killer babysitter. I thought, what the fuck is that? She wants to be Xena. She wants to wear the outfit and shit like that. She could just, she could do a, a castle version. So it's just, hey, there you it's go. It's her and like a quirky sidekick who's funny. She could be in an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine and she'll just be like the tough cop. So it'd be like a comedic version of Xena. Basically. Which was already a comedic version of Xena. Yeah, but we got to throw Bruce Campbell in there somehow. There was an episode where they got drunk on berries and had scissor sex. I'm almost certain this happened. Are you sure you just weren't going through puberty? <laughs> I'm like 80% certain. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's I have the weird. 80. So you're 27% ladies, if you're going certain. after Randy, you know how to get him. Speaking of weird sexual fantasies, segue into Amy Schuster did a Star Wars GQ shoot just recently. Uh, where she was in bed with R two D two and three C and three C P O, naked three C P O, three three C P O, three P O, no habla. Three P O. I'm sorry, Nintendo. Mira, mira. Hable en español. C three P O. Shimmy pa. Shimmy pa. Qué lo fromage. Do you speak Spanish? C three P O. There we go. And it's really hard. Yeah, there we go. Anyway, Lucasfilms was very upset about this. They were kind of... I didn't think Lucasfilms exist. I thought it was just Disney. Well, I mean, Disney, Lucasfilms, hybrid, monster, Hydra, whatever it is, still kind of upset at the fact that their two most iconic robots are being used for sexual favors with a female comedian. I was yeah. trying to turn it into a joke about Ghostbusters, but I couldn't think of I it. was <laughs> waiting for that, actually. But Mark Hamill was all for it. He loved it. Yeah, but he, he lost his hand again. Oh, yeah. It was. Oh, <laughs> it. it just went out of camera's view. Yeah, he lost it somehow. <laughs> it blew off when he was too busy jerking it. <laughs> okay. Oh, Joe Dark Hole. Yes, we did. Speaking about jerking it. 
Segway. Where are we segwaying to this time? Because I'm X Men Apocalypse and huh? Olivia Munn. Oh, speaking of sexy things, yes. Don't look at me like that, Heather. So pictures <laughs> of X Men Apocalypse came out recently. With, oh, yeah, uh, she's gonna be Psylocke, isn't gonna she? Gonna be Psylocke. She's dressed up in the outfit, purple-ish bikini top. A, apparently, just a swimsuit with a coat. I don't think there's a coat. Okay, so just a swimsuit. Swimsuit with a little bit of latex. Basically. And extra pad to cover certain things. And Ivan Ooze is in it, apparently. Oh, really? Yes. Ivan Ooze. Ivan Ooze from Power Rangers. Wow. Because I don't know. Are you being serious or just the actor that played Ivan Ooze? No. I'm, if you look at the picture itself, and it might just be because this might be one of those uh, blue or gold dress kind of situations where the lighting of the picture itself causes the color to change. But if you put the color... If you put the picture somewhere else where it's the lighting's flat and white, then it changes the color altogether. In the picture they showed, and the one they're passing all over the internet, it's a purple apocalypse. I think I just saw it's one that's on the cover of Entertainment Weekly. Now, that one's blue. Okay, he, I'm colorblind, so it doesn't help. He's blue, but you move it over to the one where he's standing next to Psylocke and uh, some other chick. I don't even know. Man, okay, it might see, have been Storm. I, see, I went to Google, and I just typed in Olivia Munn as Psylocke, and... Um, yeah, so now I got a blowjob pictures. I got everything. Oh, there's Psylocke. Oh, wait, there she's topless again, topless again, topless again. Let her do what she does. You keep saying this you like it's you, a girl. bad thing. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying I can't <laughs> find the picture. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I'm finding everything else. Go to entertainmentweekly.com or here, just go to comicbook.com. Comicbook.com. It'll probably be right there at the top. But apparently that's been the big controversy right now is everyone's bitching about how apocalypse for fox looks too much like ivan ooze and the fact that any comic-con worth his salt who cosplays can make an apocalypse character who looks on par with the character himself it's actually like a meme and stuff like where they're like thanos is telling apocalypse hey eat a snickers apocalypse why because you're not yourself when you eat a snickers and then they cut to you know feel better and it's like yeah and then he looks like a cosplayer and shit like that i thought it was funny but it's not as much funny if i have to explain it so recently, five-year-old dresses Batman saved a baby girl from an unlocked car. The reports go that the cops had to bust out the rear window, and the problem was that the the way they did it, it was only big enough to fit maybe like a head of a cop, but not the entire body to go and unlock the door. So the kid, I guess he was like the neighbor kid, because it's not his it's not his sister or anything like that. It's just a little baby that was trapped in the car. Kid dressed as Batman slides in through the window. And then unlocks the door from the inside. And then disappeared into the night. Basically. Like okay. a badass. Cool. He's one of the sons of Batman. One of them. One of them. He's been around. Heather, you got anything? Nope. Nope. All right. Uh, I got a couple more things, and then we can move on. Did you find the picture yet? Or about? No, the- I haven't found the picture yet because I keep getting distracted by porn. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Segway into porn. <laughs> and uh, how is the? Okay. I can do it. Segwaying into porn. Jennifer Lawrence does not want to uh, be asked to play Mystique because of the enclosing latex body paint that she has to wear to do it. Okay. It's kind of like porn. Softcore. Softcore. Anyway. And but Heather's being very quiet right now. I think she's burning me with her eyes. No, she's just tired. Tired of our shit. <laughs> yeah. It's been a mechanism, really. Aww. She's going to kill us later in our sleep. She's going to kill you later in your sleep. Uh, sleep. You can't even say words. <laughs> <laughs> I can say words fine. 
But yeah. Very cool. But yeah, with that, we're going to segue into something else. Oh, cool. You yeah. found a picture? No, I found something else, actually. Completely different topic. Yay. You know, Google's been doing those self-driving cars. Okay. Yeah, they've been testing them out. They finally tested them on real roads. Oh, cool. Yeah, people can't stop hitting them. All right. Because apparently, seeing a car with no person in it driving, like Knight Rider, yeah, I'm going to be like, oh, and then slam into it head first. <laughs> No, I'm thinking something else that's going on. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're thinking something else, but yeah. No, I'm thinking, hey, that's a car that's made by Google. If they enter me, that's Google money that I get from Google Car. Yeah. Um, It'd be like if you could if you could find an Apple car, I'd run right in the shit out of that. <laughs> run out and right in the traffic, hit, have it hit me. Oh, ah! yeah. Oh, yeah, kind of, with, yeah like with new Google, they actually put a press release out. Yeah, it's like, stop hitting our fucking cars, asshole. They announced on this last <laughs> Thursday, the only thing to fear from those cars are cars that you steer, not the car itself. <laughs> yeah, because it's just like the, how the press release it. Google car gets in an accident. Oh, fuck. Then the Google car apparently caused the accident, right? No. Fuckers keep hitting the Google cars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, for the 11th time, on July 1st, someone rear-ended one of the tech company's self-driving cars for the 11th time. 11 times? It marked the first time an injury was reported after the accident. <laughs> That's fucking yeah, terrible. Yeah, it was um, 11 times. Yeah, the people that were in the tricked-out Lexus SUV went to the hospital for minor whiplash. Oh, of course they did. Yeah. Damn, my neck hurts so much. Fucking Google's going to yeah. pay me for my house and shit. And its cars have gotten into 14 accidents in the past six years. That's terrible. Yeah, and the humans, and the humans that were driving their cars were distracted and not paying attention to the road. Because they were too busy on Google? Probably. Looking a Google car deer, did rear-end somebody back in 2011 while it was out of self-driving mode. While somebody was driving the self-driving car. <laughs> Moral of the story, kids. Learn to drive your fucking cars. So, um, yeah, Google pretty much took all the wonderful data and they finally said, well, this, this all is a signal that we're starting to compare favorably with human drivers. Awesome. <laughs> well, what is this thing I'm looking at? It looks like, oh, here's something. Segue back from the Google to Google and somehow segue to a video game console. So, yeah. If um, anyone's paying attention, we've said it 20 times, so you should be um, not being able to understand the wording of my voice right now. Segway. <laughs> but yeah, it looks like uh, someone did a... Segway? New... Nah, Segway. Were they on a Segway? No. But they made a new video game console. God, I hope they're drunk. Well, yeah, Ooh, it's, um, a new one. A What's new it one? called? Um, I can't pronounce it. It's O-U-Y-A. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Opa! But yeah, it's based on Android. Oh, badass. But yeah, it's uh, pretty much looks like it's going to be for full HD consoles. Like, we can play anything on HD. Cool. Fuck yes. Yeah, it doesn't really tell me much about it, but it tells me what it can do, but not what it really can do, which is really weird. Can you use it on your Segway? Probably on my Segway. Boom! Two more times. <laughs> Segway. And of course, the wonderful thing left over from E3. Oh, cool. They still have an E3 shit going on? Um, Yeah, Oculus Rift. <sighs> Why? No one wants to hear about the virtual boy that didn't, that couldn't. Would you like to know how much what their original goal was to make these things come out? Yes, how much? 250000 Wait, for one Oculus Rift, it no, was 250000 No, this is how much they needed just to put them in the production. Okay, so so the, the amount that they needed to raise was 250000 for an Oculus Rift. How yep. much did they raise? $2.4 
people, this is how we get the fucking Sword Art Online started. You're going to fucking get people killed. You need to stop. Stop Stop putting your money in things that will kill you. Jesus. Ooh, there's I'm going to start a Kickstarter next week to fucking ozone up the air by adding more smog. I'm just going to have more shit. My goal is only to raise like $60. I'm hoping to get $3.7 trillion because people just don't give a shit about themselves yeah, anymore. Yeah, and especially with this whole Oculus Rift thing, you can do the same with a rare earth magnet, a cardboard box, your smartphone, and two lenses. <laughs> there's going to be some DIY Oculus Rifts. They've been out for a while. It's some terrible shit like make your own projections <laughs> box. Save yourself 50 bucks and just make it yourself. That would be some shit. If you could, if like PlayStation or Xbox could like sell, build a consoles, that'd be awesome. Oh, I just see it now. Here, Xbox, here's a drinking straw, a rubber band, and a paper clip. It would work play your game. just as well as an Xbox. It will one. play better than an Xbox. Better than and it an won't Xbox die One. Every five minutes. That's right. <laughs> Build a console. That should be a fucking. There's your goddamn Kickstarter right there. It's like we're gonna start an order line, and so they, it just creates a box. We're gonna use old electronic parts, and we're have it make. It'll play any game. It'll actually have like um, its own proprietary that just happens to play all the games. Yeah, they just. It looks like here with the Oculus, they have their own app. For looks like pretty much you have to go through the Samsung place, the version of the Play Store. Jeez. It's only on, going to be on the Samsung Galaxies, like the notes and all that. That's weird. And they've already got games. Fuck yes. I can just see it now. Oh, look, it's a live action 3D shooter. Like, okay, so you're running around your house. Next thing you know, you trip over your dog, then you break your neck and you die. No, no, I told you before. No one's going to play this game like you would actually play it. They're going to lie down and then just play it like a comatose patient trying to jerk himself off. So like the Wii. Basically. Exactly okay. like the Wii. And yes, we can talk like this now because Heather just left the room. Yes. <laughs> penis, penis, penis. Vagina, vagina, vagina. Eh. I'm probably going to edit this out later. More than likely. <laughs> Tilden Swanson uh, just got cast as the Enlightened One for Doctor Strange with uh, Benedict Cumberpatch playing Strange. Daniel Radcliffe is in a GTA movie. Not, the, not an adaptation. Called Game Changer. Okay, so they're making a game that was kind of like what they a movie based on making a video game. Like I'm guessing the movie then there were Facebook was starting, and they called social media or whatever is talking about the beginnings of Facebook. Pretty much exactly like that. That horrible. Okay, so you know, at least Harry Potter's got work and he's doing shit. So oh, new thing. I just found this with the uh, Oculus Rift. Okay, phones that it works with Android. It's not all of the galaxies. Oh. The Note 4, the S6, and the S6 Edge. That's it. Because apparently the phone snaps into the front of it. Whatever. Duct tape works just as well. Yeah, that's why they have the cardboard ones from Google. Exactly. <laughs> fuck, fuck you and your snapping into bullshit. We'll just make our own. And um, I guess we can go over to you. Any more movie news? Well, um, I got a... I got a choice. I could do a segment of Randy Remembers on one of two things. We could do it over a Marvel thing, or we could do it over a DC thing. Marvel, because DC is trying to be the serious movie production company. Fair enough. But one more thing. All right, one movies. more thing. There are going to be no more Bo James Bond movies. Good. From the director, Sam Mendes. Good. Oh, so no more for him, just him. No more for just him. Oh. So but Bond movies are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Bond movies are awesome to fall asleep to. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. No, they're awesome. Uh, yeah, they are. Because in reality, 
We all want to be Bond. Not so much, because that guy would be dead three times over from not from syphilis, just from gunshots. Okay, so we're now talking about Archer. <laughs> Basically. Lada. Lada. And, oh, don't forget, Ash versus the Evil Dead. Oh, is that coming out still? That's still coming out. Cool. With Bruce Campbell reprising his role. Fuck yeah. It's going to be awesome. I hope so. That's oh. Bruce Campbell. He's got, hopefully, he's got creative control. I hope he got yeah, like 5% Lucy, of the Lucy back Lawless is, is going to be in it too. Oh, yeah. That was where I got the information about Xena. Yep. Yeah. Lucy Lawless. Going to be Xena and Ash fighting the zombies together. The zombie horde. The zombie horde. All right. So, what are we talking about now? I don't know. Um, got it? You got anything else? No, that's it. All right. I'm going to move in. You're going to move in? Yeah. For the kill? Yes. Right for the kill. Kill shot. All right. So, this week on Randy Remembers. We're going to talk about Ant-Man. Oh, God. Fuck yeah. Went to go see Ant-Man. Where'd you go see it at? Went to see it at uh, Cinemark 12 off of 288 and CDX widescreen 3D. IMAX 3D, basically, but not IMAX. It was It's a screen that's like, you know, it's 40 feet tall, but it's slightly smaller than IMAX. Okay, so, so it's like the IMAX knockoff, but you still know. get the same experience. I tried not to see it in IMAX. I really wanted to see it in normal after my experience with Age of Ultron, but I had shit to do afterwards, so I was like, I need a showing right in the morning. I need to be there, like, the first showing of the day, IMAX, $15. Fuck. Take my money. Whatever. Told you. You should have gone to Star Cinema Grill for $6 on a Tuesday. Next showing... It was like two hours later. Ah. So I was like, oh, fucker. But anyway, I'm going to just do Ant-Man all the way through as much as I can remember. Spoiler alert. I will spoil everything, even the end sequence, the post credits. Um, Okay. I will give explanations as much as I can. Being that I'm not a very good Marvel guy, I'm more of a DC guy, I will do my best to try and explain what I read, what's happening. Okay. This is the weirdest one I've seen so far because... I thought it was a trailer at first. <laughs> the movie starts because normally you'll have theme song or talking and then the Marvel logo spinning comics and then Marvel come up. I don't think they had that when we watched Age of Ultron. They did. Yeah, but it started out as just they threw you right into the movie. Of course, maybe, maybe it did have the logo in the it, beginning. I'm sure it did. This was I'm, It was the one weirdest thing about it. I was like, because I'm watching a movie and I'm like, wait, that's the Treskillian from Captain America, but it's not finished. And what the fuck? Okay, so it's like 1960... It's like 1969. Okay. Uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. is working on shit. While being already infiltrated by Hydra, probably. Well, I mean, we know it's infiltrated by Hydra, but this is when they were working as S.H.I.E.L.D. Because then the next scene we see is... It's Michael Douglas as Hank Pym. Damn. Michael Douglas. And for a guy who lo- who's in real life is... I believe he's like 80 years old. Very good makeup work. I bought he was like 40. <laughs> there is Peggy Carter. Okay. Um, who, you know, played by Haley Atwell, Cannon Tits. <laughs> I might have to edit this too. <laughs> Cannon Tits looked, she looked good. Really good makeup too. I totally bought her as a woman of around 50, maybe 60. She's okay. older. Because she started S.H.I.E.L.D. and shit like that. And uh, I just saw him today in Iron Man 2. Fuck, I don't know his real name. But he was in Mad Men and he plays Tony Stark's dad. Oh, yeah, that guy. That guy. So yeah. 
him and white white hair, slightly older, Tony Stark or not Tony Stark because Tony Stark is Tony Stark. He is I forget what they call him Stark. And then one other character, nondescript white guy, whatever. Yeah. And they're talking about Pym's formula, and he's super pissed. Where the fuck do you get off trying to steal my shit? Where the fuck do you think you're going to do trying to take my formula from me? You're trying to do this shit behind my back, and you think you're going to sell my shit? No one's getting my shit. That's essentially the whole scene. <laughs> oh, okay, so we're, we're, we're talking about Ant-Man now. No, we're, that is... I'm in Ant-Man right now. I know, but like I said, we're, we're going to do this exactly like we did Age of Ultron. We're going to be an hour and a half. I'm going to try my best to get through it as fast as I can. Well, just, just hit the key points like towards the beginning. Fine. <laughs> so they're trying to steal his shit. Okay. Essentially. Uh, this is back, and there's gonna be a lot of spoilers, probably. So just let you know. I said spoilers right off the bat. Oh, I didn't hear you. I, w- I was somewhere else. Look at you still <laughs> looking at pictures of Olivia Munn. No, I'm actually not. Stop looking at pictures of Olivia Munn. I've seen her touching yourself. I've s- seen her naked when those photos all came out with her and her boy toy or whatever. Yeah. I yeah. Okay. Marvel credits then roll in, and it's Paul Rudd getting out of prison. Okay. And he meets up his friend, um, I want to call him Tito, but I know it's some Mexican thing. It's either Joe or it's Tito, and I can't remember which one it is. Okay, you go from Joe to Tito. Like, okay. once well, Hispanic. It's, it's either Jose, which he calls him Joe, or it's Tito, which he calls him Tito most of the time. So he's either Joe or vodka. Basically. Okay. And so they live, yes. they all, he takes them home, talks about how he wants to go straight. And apparently, you know. Save the cheerleaders. Save the world. I don't care. We're not talking about heroes this week. I know. Okay. Moving on. 14 episodes. I can cut you out just as well as anything else. You're the one making this an hour long. Fuck you. So, you know, the color schemes of the first fight scene uh, with him in the prison is actually kind of cool. And we're going to make this an hour long now because. We're already there. John's been a dick. (laughs) We had an hour long of just random shit. No, I'm going to wait 46 minutes. All right. I'll try to. All right. 50 minute review. <laughs> no, I can actually go to the IGN website and just play it. The 50 minute review of Ant-Man? I'm not, it's probably like a five minute review. Man. All right. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> Here. No, I'm just, I'm just messing with you now. Fine. So he's a professional thief. Okay. But he wasn't, he didn't start off as a professional thief. He was actually like just a regular electrical engineer, and he worked for a company, and then he always had, the engineers. Yeah, somehow this company was stealing money from millions of people, and he stole all the money back and gave it to the millions of people, and then and went to jail for it. He went to jail for being a Robin Hood kind of shit. Okay. So when they give him the offer about, hey, we know another job, we want to have, bring you in, he's like, no, I'm trying to go straight, and then terrible things happen to him, so he then he takes the job. That's usually how it goes. Basically. Takes the job, breaks into this house, breaks into this giant safe. Inside the safe, only one thing. He says it looks like a weird motorcycle outfit. And so he grabs it, takes it home. We're moving on to the next scene. Because they're all pissed off. You know, they're supposed to be jewels, money, whatever. Because they got this tip. And that that's something that comes up later in the end of the movie where, like, Tito. I'm going to go with Tito. <laughs> Tito has we're that. Gonna, we're just going to make up names now, aren't we? Basically. It's like Cabbage Stan. Cabbage Stan. <laughs> That happens later. <laughs> but Tito, oh, you know what? I got it. That's why I get it confused. Because. Is his name Tonto? No. Because <laughs> Joe talks to Tito. And Tito gets information from Maria, who gets information from 
Juan, who gets information from Jessica about a job, her cleaning job, where she works for a guy who has a safe. And he's like, wait, did Tito tell Jano to tell you to tell me to tell that, that we had a job that we know you? And it's like, yeah, that's why. Oh, okay. Okay. Because it's, you know, it's a big chain of telephone. <laughs> I don't know. That's a little laugh. All right. <laughs> and that's, that's how they get information about the safe to get the suit. I don't know how he ends up just jacking around with the suit. He just plays with it, puts it on, thinks it's funny. And then he turns it on and ends up shrinking down to, you know, quarter of an inch, basically. And then he starts hearing voices. And it's like, so, I see you figured out how to turn on the suit. Good for you. This is going to be a trial by fire. But it's like, who the fuck is talking to you? Oh, you're the guy who broke into my house, and that's my suit. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> And it's essentially the way I summed it up. It's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and then later becomes Ocean's Eleven. Okay. Because and the suit allows him to shrink to basically Honey, I Shrunk the Kids size to normal size. Nothing bigger. No, well, nothing bigger. Somebody had made that question about later, like, "Does can he grow giant?" And I was like, "No, the that's another character in, in DC or Marvel that can change his size from big to little and shit like that." But this is only. Small to big, and big to small. Small to big and big to small. small that to just sounds very weird there. So he freaks out because you know a suit that turns you into an, the tiniest little particle of whatever. He goes and robs, breaks into the house again to leave the suit. Yeah. And then jumps back over the fence and he's about to leave, and he ends up being arrested. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, please don't wait. I didn't steal anything. I was returning things I stole. He goes to jail. He meets up with his lawyer, who ends up being Michael Douglas. And he's okay. saying, listen, uh, you have two options. You can go back to prison, or you can go back to your cell and wait for further instructions. I was like, what are you talking about? So that's your option. And he leaves, and he goes back to his cell, and he notices, like, a giant, not, not a giant swarm, but bigger than a line, not bigger than a baseball, worth of ants just crawling up towards him. And they're carrying something. And the ants hit it. It's the suit. Yeah. And they like it grows back to full size. And then the ants start forming the numbers 10, 9, 8. Because they're counting down because the cop is coming back. So he puts the suit back on and then shrinks and then walks out. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, you know, everyone's like, where the fuck did he go? He was inside of a locked cell. Then he hops on to an ant with a saddle that flies and flies away. Okay. He's back at the house. They're training him to become the Ant-Man. He explains how the particle was part of a shield experiment to try and basically compress this, the space between atoms down to nothing. That's how you make things shrink. But it still holds all the same properties of it. Okay. The job is they want him to break into the, their warehouse because somebody's trying to replicate the same technology. Back to the beginning of the movie. You can't steal my shit. No one's going to get this shit. You know, this is my formula. If anyone tries to replicate it, I'll, you know, I'll murder and whatever. And somehow somebody replicates it. And that's the main bad guy. Last one that gets yellow jacket. That's the one who gets yellow jacket. Now, he, ha he hasn't been able to replicate it to shrink down organic, you know, matter. He can still do, he can shrink down inorganics. TV, suits, shit like that. Um, every time he tries to shrink something down, it turns into a like a glob of nothing it's like a big like a snot bubble 
See, now I got um, Galaxy Quest playing in my head right yeah. now. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it tur- turned inside out and exploded. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. And they also let them know that, you know, with the power of the suit, you also get the ability to control the ants around it. And he gets different types of ants for different types of missions. Fire ants allow him to build constructions. The carpenter ants allow him to fly. <clears throat> the bullet ants are good for lifting things and actually biting you know, with a severe amount of pain. And the crazy ants are good for shorting out electricity because they actually produce their own version of electricity. And they're tiny. Okay. The suit doesn't have any weapons. So they build him these like spinny shurikens, I guess. Blues and reds. Yeah. The, the red ones make things shrink. The blue ones make things grow. Okay, so now we've just earned Alice in Wonderland. Basically. Yeah, they we're, we're almost in the rabbit hole, too. So, the whole movie, we're seeing this woman, and she hates our Ant-Man, Paul Rudd. She hates him because she wants to be in the suit. It's her birthright, because she's the daughter of Hank Pym, right? Yeah. And she's been training in martial arts. She's known, She knows all about the science of the shoot. She, knew, she even knows how to control the ants and stuff like that. The problem is, they have to explain it later, that Pym he used to do missions for S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. as Ant-Man. And he wasn't alone. He'd have Wasp. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which was his wife. Yeah. Now, they talk about this. The regulator on the, on the suit, that's how you go, you go from normal size down to a quarter of an inch. The suit can go more, but the regulator stops it. You turn it off, the suit can go subatomic. Ooh. That's bad. If you go subatomic, you enter into a quantum field where time and reality are no longer constant. You may end up actually forgetting where you are in time and stay stuck there forever. Well, that's fun. Yeah. There was a mission where Hank Pym and Wasp were trying to bring down a nuclear missile, right? And the missile was so well constructed that the only way to get through the paneling of the missile itself was to go subatomic. Okay. So she turns off her regulator, goes subatomic, and turns off the nuclear missile, but they never see her again. Yeah. She saved the world, but she's gone forever. So to break into this, you know, to the industry to get the formula, they need a piece of technology to scramble the, the security circuits. He built it for S.H.I.E.L.D., and S.H.I.E.L.D. has it stored in a bunker. Yeah. So Ant-Man's like, well, let's just go to the bunker and steal it back. Okay. So they, they fly him over. They drop him over the bunker, which is supposed to be abandoned. He's falling down skydiving, right, as an ant on, no, on another carpenter ant. And he looks down and says, guys, this is not abandoned. This is, there's a lot of people in this bunker that was a S.H.I.E.L.D. facility. And yeah. now, it's that same bunker at the end of Age of Ultron. It's uh, the new Avengers headquarters. Okay. So he falls down into the, onto the roof, and it triggers an alarm. And the first person that shows up is Falcon. That's our Avengers tie-in. There's a fight between Ant-Man and Falcon, because it actually starts off kind of funny, too. He's, 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 on the, he's on the roof, and Ant-Man's like, I don't think he can see me. And the Falcon goes, I can see you! <laughs> Guys, he can see me! And he you know, blows himself back up to normal size, and he's like, Hi! I'm Ant-Man. I just came to get one little thing from your vault downstairs. I'm going to bring it right back. And I'm, I'm just trying to save the world. Oh, okay. Hold still while I go get the police. <laughs> nope. And he shrinks back down. And then there's a big fighting Sue. At the end of it, Falcon goes, 
let's not tell Cap any of this happened. Because Ant-Man beat his ass and then left. You gotta be careful, though, because, you know, language. Yeah, language. Let's not tell. So he gets the device, um, and they're about to break into the facility. Because they gotta destroy the they gotta destroy the technology. They also have to destroy the formulas. They have to steal back the, the Yellow Jacket suit. And all this crazy shit happens. But... Fuck it, I'm gonna leave it there. Okay. So far, Ant Man is to compare it between the two. Ant Man is better than Age of Ultron, only because Age of Ultron it wasn't spectacular. It was good, but it wasn't mind blowingly good. Like I remember when I first saw Guardians of the Galaxy, I was like, "Fuck, when can I watch this again? Can I? Can we just turn it on and I'll I'll give you twenty dollars at the end of the movie. Just let, just turn it back on. And I'll watch it again right here, right now." Ant-Man was kind of like, it wasn't like 100% like that. It was like, because I was actually looking for another showing today. I was like, I'm going to go see it again. That was pretty good. But Age of Ultron was more like, that was nice. That was cool. I can wait till it comes out of DVD. Yeah. It's, you know, the, and also the other thing I think about is because this was really a filler movie. Like, if you've seen uh, Thor, The Dark World. Yeah. That movie was just basically to, we, we got... Three pieces of information from that movie. The Asgardians are still among us. They're using uh, they're using a piece of something that's important. Yeah. And the collector is trying to collect all these pieces of information or things or whatever. Because you can't have... They, at the very end of a Dark uh, the Yeah, dark you world. don't have... Oh, and then the twins show up too at the end of a yeah, Dark it, World. You know, the thing is like they don't want the uh, Infinity Stones to be in so close proximity to right. each other. Exactly. That that's that's what you got at Age of Ultron. So Ant Man, good movie, still the same thing. You still get a couple pieces of information. Wasp is gonna be next time. Ant Man's gonna be added to the Avengers, and Civil War has already begun, essentially. Dun dun dun. Yeah, because there's two post credit scenes. One has to deal with Wasp. The other one has to deal with Captain America. Of course, Captain America. Yeah. But overall, hilarious movie, really cool action scenes, awesome effects, off the wall kind of craziness. I'm going to go watch it again. Yeah, definitely going to watch it again. Now, how would you recommend seeing it? How would I recommend seeing it? The 3D wasn't, I mean, I really need to stop paying for 3D. Yes, you do. (laughs) I I just, I mean. It's not in the budget anymore. (laughs) It's not in the budget anymore to see one of these movies in 3D. And. So far, 3D, IMAX 3D, it was good. Totally totally worth. No, it's not worth it. It's not worth it because it's, it's a good movie on its own. It doesn't need 3D. The effects will stand out alone on a standard screen. Um, paying an extra 15 bucks. I mean, if we could just get a, get a, a non-3D version in IMAX, that would be just as... I'd pay $15 for a non-3D version of IMAX. Like Batman The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. So... <laughs> and um yeah so we're gonna just close out now oh yeah and so well we lost heather she disappeared on us 30 minutes ago but yeah so we're... she did not want to hear any of the spoilers of from ant-man she was really like yeah i told her i'm gonna talk about ant-man she just left yeah so we're gonna do what tron did to jeff bridges gonna add her in later this yeah terrible. yeah we're gonna add her in later anyway this is john and this is randy heather <laughs> all right and this has been Dogfin Radio. Heroes and heroines. I'm just playing. 
is Randy from Dogfin Radio, talking about what's coming to the NRG Center in Houston, Texas. It's Space City Con, from July 24th through the 26th. The Gulf Coast Fan Culture Convention and Family Entertainment, featuring stars like Kate Mulgrew, Chad Michael Murray, Karen Gillian, Arthur Duvell, and William Shatner. Plus, much, much more. July 24th through the 26th at the NRG Center. It's Space City Con. 